Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yeah, I do. God's so big to me, man. I just have to tell you about it. I can't help it. It's rather obvious to me how big, how good God is. He's absolutely tremendous. He's off the chain. He on one. He be clowning. He be just showing out. Man, I'm just over here just on the receiving end. You know, uh, if you out there, start your mission today. Start your mission today. What are you waiting for? Why 
do we as people delay what we want or delay the process to begin what we want, our hopes, our dreams, our desires? Why won't you start your mission today? Why don't we all decide together that just individually, look, you listening, you got something that you've been dreaming about. You got an ambition of yours that's not yet fulfilled. You got goals you haven't accomplished yet. Everybody has them. Everybody's got them. Everybody's got something that's that's on the table that they haven't yet attacked yet. What are you waiting for? Start your mission today. Stop the procrastination now. The procrastination is only hurting you, yourself. And if you and if you allow excuse me, and if you allow procrastination to set in, then that 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 allows then, which is a weakness, you know. But that allows the devil then to just really do his thing, because an idle mind is the devil's playground. So if you ain't working on your goals, dreams, aspirations, or visions, you just uh, you just waking up seeing how today gonna go. Or the devil, he got plenty for it for you to do. The thing about God is he's so forgiving that if you get out of line, he'll hold your place. See, that's the real cool thing. But see, the thing with God is God don't do that. God don't say the line start back here. God holds your place. When you make a mistake and you fall off the line, God holds your place. But if you ain't got no dreams, aspiration, if you ain't got no place, what he holding for you? See, I mean, he he got a place for you, but you got to come to him. See, some people, if well, here, here's what I'm saying. If you got a goal, an aspiration, a dream, and you fall off track momentarily, you can get back to that because God know where you left off. Now, you may have to accomplish a few more things since you stopped for a long period of time, but God know where you left off. You can get back on track. I Look, man, this dream of being on TV since I was a kid, it got off track now. It got off track. I just kept it as one of the dreams. And in some real dark moments when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, all I was hanging on to was just the hope that one day it could. But that's what faith is really about. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. But faith gives you the confidence to keep hoping, man. Sometimes it just keep hope alive. Sometimes, you heard Jesse Jackson say it, just keep hope alive. Sometimes, man, it's just the hope. I was hanging on the hope. And I'm talking about when it got real ugly and funky out there for me, when it looked like I wasn't going to ever make it. And all of the facts was in and everything pointed in the direction, you're not going to make it. You done really messed up this time. Then I sat there and I just hung on to the hope. But man, that's what I'm saying. If you got a dream or an aspiration or vision or something, when you fall off track and you want to go get back in line, God holds your place. See, he held on to that for me. He knew I was off track and out of line. But he said, okay, here's where we stop. You want to be on TV. Now, when you get it together and you quit tripping and you come and you turn to me, I'm going to hold your place, put you back in line, then we go and finish the journey. That took me a lot longer to get here than I wanted to, but then it was necessary because I needed all of them mishaps to happen to me along the way. So when I got on the radio one day, which I did not see coming, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. That's why I say it every day. See, because of this radio show that I didn't see coming, now I have stories to tell. 
I got experiences to share. And I can tell you about me better than I can tell you about anybody. And I done been through enough where it's relatable, where enough people can go, man, that happened to me. Appreciate you saying that. That's what it was for. See, I get it now. See, at the time, though, I didn't, I didn't like what was happening to me. At the time, I was really in total disagreement with God on a lot of stuff he was pulling off on me. But in essence, I was really pulling it off on myself. But through his grace and mercy, he kept me through all of my mistakes, all my bad decisions, all my miscalculations, all my misfires, all the times I knowingly stepped out there and did wrong. He forgave me. He said, because, man, if you ever come to me, I have a plan for you that is going to be far and above. It will supersede everything you've ever dreamed of. That's what I did. I just got sick of me, good and sick of me, and I turned it over to God, and then God started working, and here I am today. Now, is he through with me yet? Nope. Have I arrived yet? Nope. But guess what? The journey is cool. You know, it's like I was talking to this young brother the other day, about comedy. He's a really good stand-up, you know, this young dude is really good. He said, man, what is this I feel every night before I go on stage? I don't know what it is. I just want it off me. I said, sir, listen to me, young, young dude. This thing that climbs on my back every night before I go on stage, I don't know what it is. It's got something to do with pressure. It's got something to do with anticipation. It's got a whole lot to do with the fear of falling. He said, what you mean by that? I said, every night I walk out on stage, it's like I'm about to go and step off a cliff. I said, it's a sickening feeling. He said, man, but you do so well. I said, that's because the parachute opens. I said, but I want you to understand something. When I first walk out there, it's just stepping off the cliff. Now, these jokes provide a parachute, which slows my descent when I jump off the cliff. And I turned it into a glide. And then I take the audience this way and I swing them back over to that way. We might swing out to the Colorado Rockies. We may go down to Miami with this joke. We may take it on out to L.A. And I just swing back and forth till I land softly. The crowd cheers. The night is over with. I said, but it's been too many nights, though, when I walked off that cliff and I pulled the cord and the parachute didn't open. I said, now nah, I'm just free falling out there for 30 minutes. Ain't no jokes working. Ain't the parachute didn't open. I said, so see, that's what it's like for me. And then you know what I found out? If you done walked off the cliff in life and you ain't got no God in your life, it's like not having a parachute. You step off the cliff and you just free falling. Now see, we all, now that fall gets you closer to the grave, right? See, we all heading to the grave from the moment we born. But the cool thing about a relationship with God is, when you step off the cliff and you got God, he a parachute. You still going down, but it's a nice ride. And God just helps your, your descent appear more like a rise and more like a euphoric fall instead of not having no God in your life and you just walking off that cliff every day, free falling, ain't got no cord, you steady pulling, ah, you hollering the whole way because you messed around with yourself and ain't let God come into your life and provide a parachute for you. I would rather have a parachute since I got to jump every day than to not have one. God has been like a parachute for me. 
Ask me why I, where that came from, I can't tell you. But like I always say, most good things that happen in my life that I can't explain, it's usually him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, Steve Harvey Morning Show in your mouth. <laughs> Ah, do it, Junior. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Looking real good today. Call it for real. Good morning, what's happening? Like the money is here. Oh, Junior. I said morning up. Morning up. Nephew Tommy. Dog it dope. In the building. Holidays, yeah. everybody. It's there. It's I feel yeah. it. Do you feel it? I feel it. Do yeah. you feel it? Why don't you put that Christmas tree up? Yep. Oh, where the Christmas tree pitch? Why are you so yeah, loud? I'm sorry. I was loud with that. <laughs> I was loud with that. I was just, I've been wanting to you see don't his want pitch. Me to see my no, ears it out. Ain't nothing, it ain't nothing to do. I called this off before it got started. Okay. Yeah. Why you want to see it? It ain't gonna be what you think, Tom. Oh man, I know it's baller. You've been to the mall. That's it. The same that's, tree. That's that one. Yeah. <laughs> exact same tree. As <laughs> this one a little shorter this year. This one 20 feet. That's still tall as what? all get out. Man, if you don't stop. <laughs> you need to quit that. It's somebody turn their little tree over right now. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> no, I kid you not, man. Yeah, you talking about short. It stems from my whole childhood, man. That was Mm-hmm. I love Christmas. It was my oh, favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, man, I just yes. thought they just did it right down at that damn mall. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got the big think? ass tree in here <laughs> and put these lights on this bad boy, but this cold, right? Yeah. <laughs> dog, dog, matter of fact, this is the greatest thing I ever seen. But what a I don't know why we can't though. have this at that house. Yeah. What right, a blessing, right, though, see? to see that as a kid and then actually be able to do it. As right. an adult, you know, that's right. a dream come true it's, for you. It, it is, Shirley. Yeah. It's like, it's like, man, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Man, I wanted so badly a big tree. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, I was my daddy. Well, you got it now. Yes, sir. Yep, it's in there. Won't he do it? Hey, man. He done done it. (laughs) He done done it. (laughs) I love Christmas, too, though. I really do. What was the ultimate gift you got as a kid that you just... That, oh, my God. An organ. Uh, man. It's just, I'm finna cry. A life-size <laughs> doll. A go-kart. Ooh, you got a go-kart, go-kart? Junior? Wow. Man. Wow, that's big yeah. right there. That's major, Junior. Now, I'm driving at 14. I'm out here. T- I'm Tanny Street. So anyone even see this? <laughs> I'm a, running from police. A gallon of gas go a long way, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> That it couldn't cut the yard, I was gone. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Come on up. A red fly wagon <laughs> with the side rails on it. <laughs> Woo! Let the hustling begin. That was your first car. Surely, <laughs> I didn't let nobody ride in my wagon. We don't play in this. <laughs> that was your first car. I collect yeah. pop bottles in this yeah, here. Uh-huh. This wow. work wagon. <laughs> Oh, this pulled me up the street, not in this damn way. <laughs> what about you, nephew? Big wheel. Oh, big wheel. Do you know yeah. that, that little handle on there where you can hook slide with it? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Some plastic wheels. Yes, yes, the plastic. I wore them out. I know you did. <laughs> All right, well, listen, coming up, uh, we'll continue to talk more about our favorite Christmas memories and holiday traditions and all of that. And we'll hear from Steve, of course. 32 minutes after the hour is when we'll be back right after this. Junior got a go-kart. Right? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Steve, uh, let's talk about some of your favorite Christmas memories. Um, you know, and, and your favorite holiday tradition. I want to ask you. Oh my, like Pope members. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they was good though, you know, because uh-huh. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, no different. Yeah. Right, I figured this right. the way it was. Right yeah. at everyone's uh-huh. house. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everybody get a gift. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What is you sitting around finna think you finna open multiple packages? Mm. <laughs> this damn gift, man. Put the tearing off of the wrapping paper, man. though. That, yes. That's so exciting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna use that paper <laughs> next year. Oh, yeah. right. Ooh, we had an auntie Ooh, like save that. Save that bow. Save and, that bow. I know. Oh, and my mom wrapped, like, the grocery store wrap. That was her thing. She gift loved wrapping, oh, she gift, could do it. Oh, yes. She could wrap. It looked mm. just like it did at the, at the department stores. My mom could wrap. Yeah, man. Girl, I got an easy bake oven one year. Oh yes, Lord, with Lord. the light, with the light. If I'd have wrapped it, you'd have knew it. Because <laughs> everything I wrapped with to the exact shape or whatever it is. Dog, dog. If you if you thought it was a truck, that's probably what it was. Man. <laughs> what it was, it was obvious. Thing. Remember going over there under the tree and just feeling on the gifts, trying to guess what it was. Shake them, shake them. Man, if I wrapped it, mm-hmm. you knew. Wow. Bottle yeah. of wine. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling ball. <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what it is. Look, look, look like he gave all the baseball. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember when I got a um, tape recorder one year. Oh, my God. That was always a good one. That gift. was the beginning yeah. of my career right there. Right. <laughs> tape recorder, yes. Oh, I got a stereo. Rewind, fast forward. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Good, yes. good stuff. <laughs> One of my most frightening Christmases was because of that tape recorder right there. Oh, yeah, what happened? You take the one where you press play and record. Play and record, yes, that's right. Two uh-huh. fingers to get it done. Yes. yes. My mama got me mine for Christmas. Uh-huh. I took it upstairs and, and recorded Rudy Ray Moore's <laughs> signifying monkey. God, dog. No. Way down in the jungle deep, (laughs) that signifying monkey damn show didn't (laughs) walk through the trees and all up in here. (laughs) That monkey. How old were you, Steve? I was in elementary school. He was cussing. Elementary. He was cussing. cussing. Six or seven. What did you know about Rudy Ray Moore? Well, my Uh, daddy and them used to play it. Oh, okay. And I used to sit on the steps in the hallway and listen to it. Be in the hallway hollering. Everybody had the albums, man. (laughs) But I memorized the the whole signifying monkey. (laughs) And I could sound just like him. So when my mama got it, I went upstairs and I'm recording. Uh-huh. Way down in the jungle deep, <laughs> man, signifying monkey. You were looking at the mirror and everything, cussing and everything. I'm talking about cussing, yeah. just like that's me, when you right. first love. You fell in love right there. So uh-huh. everything going good. We go to church that morning. We come back. A couple of uh, Sister Porter and Sister Arbell came over to see my mama. Arbell, uh-huh. wow. And uh, they was in there in the living room, and I had my recorder on the. Uh, coffee table because I saw a cookie on the dining room table. I went to get a, a matter of fact, a Rice Krispie uh, treat. Well. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, my mama had to record, record it in her lap. <laughs> my stomach. Uh oh. <laughs> <Man. laughs> uh oh. 
She said, what did they, they was all talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Sister Harvey, what is that? That's these new recorders that you buy. We bought one for Steve. And I'm just <laughs> looking at her, man. I said, man. Come to ass whooping. Man, man. Don't hit that button. So then this lady, uh, oh, Sister Lord. Porter, say, what's on it? Uh, oh, oh, oh said, Sister Porter. Right my mama press play. Uh-huh. I opened it up like this. Way down <laughs> in the jungle deep. <laughs> that signifying monkey. That <laughs> didn't ever sleep. Yeah. I'm cussing at everything. Oh, man. In front Boy. of the sister Porter, sister Arbel. No, but I mean, it's on the recorder. <laughs> so my mama trying to find the button to cut it off. Oh, no. But she can't cut it off. Oh, she can't control the volume or nothing. <laughs> She's steady hitting the play button. Well, that's already down. Oh, my goodness. And your baby talking. <laughs> so the lady at the church said, ooh, that's, that's Rudy Ray Moe. Oh, okay. Oh, she know. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, that might help a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. They say, she say, but who is it, though? Oh, who's saying it? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody looking at me. Mm. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how I can make this recorder disappear. <laughs> and make them forget what they heard. Bleak hard if I stay here and look out the window, maybe they won't notice it's me. Mm. Man, I was sitting there in trouble. <sighs> My mama finally cut that thing off. She said, boy, mm. Lord Jesus, <laughs> when your daddy get home. Oh, no, man. So they left. My daddy came home. She said, Slick. Listen to what this boy didn't put on his machine <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> and she pressed play again. <laughs> Way down in the jungle deep. My daddy say, who is that? <laughs> My mom say, that's your son. He said, boy. <laughs> And then my daddy listening to it and he starts smiling. Uh-huh. Boy, that's you. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. I'm just shrinking. I'll tell you the rest of the world to come back. All right, and the prank phone call coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we went to break, Steve, you were telling us a story about um, when your uh, dad heard you recite uh, Rudy Ray Moore on your brand new Christmas tape recorder. My mama waited recorder. till he come home mm-hmm. on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Look at what your boy's doing. Mm. Yeah. So she pressed on. <laughs> <laughs> Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> that blankety blank didn't ever sleep. Uh-huh. Walking through trees and swinging in the sand. Uh. That black thing. We ain't saying none of it. Uh-uh. So my daddy listened to it. Mm-hmm. And he smiled. He said, boy, that's you. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. He thought you were in trouble. He said, where your coat at? Go get your coat. Come on. You gotta go outside and get a whoop. Yeah. Yeah. The cold ass whoop. Put some miles on the car for this. I ain't never done that. I'm used to going in the basement. What is the cold? (laughs) Right. He puts me in the car. He get the machine. We back out. We drive right up to Earl's gas station, about five minutes from the house. Uh huh. He got to walk in Earl there. Merry Christmas, Slick. 
What's up, little boy? <laughs> Merry Christmas. He's boy, I got something for y'all. Listen to this right here. Tell me who this is. <laughs> so all the men in there was, boy, that Rudy Ray Moe. No, it ain't that Steve. <laughs> <laughs> A proud moment. <laughs> Classic. They said, you lying. Boy, that boy right here. <laughs> this boy sounds just like Rudy Ray Moe. So Mr. Wells say, well, do some of it. Oh man, you can't. You thinking about cussing in front of y'all live? Man, I got to cuss in front of y'all live. <laughs> Did you do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like that right there. Yeah. Boy, that boy looks just like you drunk. <laughs> oh man. I love it. I love oh, it. I love it. My huh. daddy thought it was the greatest thing he heard. Now he said, when we get back home, uh-huh. tell your mama we rode and talked about it. Oh, okay. Well, you did. And I ain't going to whoop you because it's on Christmas. Aww. Oh, so if it had been a 26, you'd have got toe up in there. <laughs> well, she, he, well, he didn't want to whoop me no way because he, that was his he thought it was greatness. He thought that was the greatest thing. He yeah, pure greatness. <laughs> you take all that cussing off of that machine. <laughs> you ain't even, where you learn these words from? Right. <laughs> so y'all got the album. <laughs> You're playing at all the parties. This album, okay. Them albums was good. Yeah. 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 Wow. Who else you listen good, to, dog? Good Christmas memories right there. Uh, Red Fox. Red Fox? That's good. No, this uh, country comedian named Jerry Clower. Jerry Clower. Oh. Yeah, that's what I we listen to. Uh-huh. Ed Hillbilly. Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love it. No, yeah, that hill bill was funny, funny as hell, man. Funny, man. See, I was stealing Richard Pryor from my daddy. Oh, uh-huh. I was doing Richard and Eddie. Oh, yeah. He was doing Eddie. That's like yeah. Delirious was my my stand-up special there. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie did Delirious. Really? Mm-hmm. Woo! Richard, Richard Pryor wanted. That's the one. Richard Pryor mm-hmm. live. Live on Sunset, Sunset Strip. Sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Man. That's wow, that, I mean that that was back in the day when, the when you had when your parents yeah. had parties, and and weren't those called party albums or something? Steve? They would play them. Yeah, yeah. uh huh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Party albums, so they would play them. You, you know. couldn't listen. You had to come in there and dance for them. Then you had to go to the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on well, in see, there. The record player was right next to the steps leading up to my room, and it was behind the wall. Oh. So I sat on the steps. And listen. You can hear I it. learned how to cuss everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> uh, Gus. <laughs> Gus. Gus. <laughs> Goonie Google. <laughs> That's Eddie Murphy classic right there, boy. That red leather outfit, that was classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. For sure. What was that red leather raw? That was, uh, no, uh, that delirious. was delirious. Still, yeah. Delirious was the red one. Raw was the Raw purple. Was a purple. Was purple. Yeah. yeah, blue. Raw was purple. Uh-huh. Leather, all leather. Raw was raw. Yeah. Raw yeah. was raw. Uh, yeah. Nah, man, when that food was doing that, that food was doing that doggone uh, buckwheat. Man. Oh, oh yeah. Saturday Night Live when he got shot. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, damn that when he got shot, when he was doing the hits. Oh, uh, <laughs> buckwheat yeah. sees the hits. Uh, <laughs> Mice. <laughs> me nah, my name. Me nah, my nah, do. 
three times a lady. <laughs> Said you, oh, Dwight, me times a lady. Me not know you. What? I know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that boy sang three times a lady. I was hollering. Yeah, he gave us some great laughs. Eddie Man, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Man. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yes, Velvet Jones. Mr. Robinson's Mr. Neighborhood. Yeah, all of that. He answered the door. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it movies are The classic. absolute best sketch artist. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Nicky, damn Eddie, man. James Brown in that yeah. hot tub. Boy. Dog. Man. <laughs> he stuck his toe in that <laughs> man. Tub, Boy. Ah! Gonna get in the hot tub. Ha. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Hot tub. Boy, Boy that was it, man. <laughs> Boy, in the in the movie Trading Places. Uh-huh. Oh, when, man. Uh, what is his name? Valentine. Oh, Billy yeah. Ray Valentine. Billy Ray, Billy Ray, Billy Ray, Ray Valentine, Valentine. Billy boy, Ray. when they finally got him off the street and took him to the house. Yeah. And they had him in the back, and he was taking the bath, and they was coming out shutting the door, and he was in there singing. Yeah. Boy, when I showed that to my daddy, my daddy hollered last. Man. Oh, when you think of love, you gotta get on your mind. <laughs> when you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. <laughs> Oh, man. I said, boy. You used to open this show every day with that with song. With that right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good memories. Mm-hmm. Good. I tell you, man, that, that, that. What's, what's, what's the best? 48 Hours of Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, God. Oh, what was 48 Hours about when he was with Nick Nolte? Oh, yeah. Trading, Trading Places. I, I, Coming to Places. America. Come to Coming to America. Funniest Classic. comedy movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was because <laughs> the great. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Steve, you're gonna love, love this. Kevin Hart, our friend. Of me. <laughs> Are you listening, Steve? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Are you listening, That's sexual chocolate? Sexual chocolate. That's Randy Wilson. Yeah. That's right. Yes, yeah, Randy. Go ahead, I'm listening. All right, 2019 Oscars just announced their new host. It will be our friend, the one and only Kevin Hart, Kevin ladies Hart, and gentlemen. Kevin Hart, baby. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it has been confirmed on Instagram. Uh, Kevin Hart says he's hosting the 2019 Academy Awards in February. Kevin shared a photo of the iconic gold statue with a special message to his fans on the IG. For years, I've been asked if I would ever host the Oscars, and my answer was always the same. I said that it would be the opportunity of a lifetime Mm. for me as a comedian and that it will happen when it's supposed to. That's what Kevin wrote in the caption. Kevin also says, I am so happy to say that the day has finally come for me to host the Oscars. I am blown away simply because this has been a goal on my list for a long time. Kevin went on to say, I appreciate the Academy for the opportunity. Now it's time to rise to the occasion. Hashtag Oscars. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Congratulations, baby. So awesome. 
The Oscars, uh, of course, will air on February 24th on ABC. Great news, right, Steve? That's beyond huge. It is. Mm-hmm. It really it is. is. So major. That yeah. is so. That's so major. Mm-hmm. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. The Oscars is what this is all about. Mm, that's like the ultimate goal. In their world, yeah, uh-huh. this bigger than the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, I'm uh-huh. telling you right yeah. now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. When you out here in L.A., yeah, the Super Bowl pales in comparison to this, and the Super Bowl is the watched event of the year. But the Oscars, though, dog, mm-hmm. they serious about the Oscars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they real serious about who hosts. Oh yeah, and that's a real honor to be asked to host that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kevin I mean, Hart, follows- baby. Okay. Man, that ain't on my bucket list. I ain't got to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so Man. it's a long show, and, you know, I mean, he has time to prepare, thank God. This is December. Well, not a whole lot, but December, January, February. Yeah. Yeah. He can do it, though. Oh, he, he can, can pull can. it off. Man. I, I he can do it. He definitely. Got an amazing team yeah. of people with him. Yeah. Man, yeah. Be funny. yeah. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be funny. It'll be great. I remember when Chris call on Rock. His friends, legends, Chris Rock, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, Ellen. All Chappelle, baby. Dave Chappelle, That's who yeah. you call. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, you can call him. Yeah. yeah. How about Steve Harvey? Right. No, don't call me. I can't help you with the monster. <laughs> but you hosted <laughs> you big live events. Yeah. Okay. Now I'll just try. I can tell you how to not get put off TV. <laughs> That's all you got. Now, you want to call here that? I can give you a, a, row, a row of things, not to say. a row of things. <laughs> but Whoopi hosted it several times. Mm. Uh, uh, Billy Crystal, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Rock, Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen was outstanding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jimmy all Kimmel. of them. Yeah. Jimmy all, Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All of them who Just hosted it. Really good. So, yep. congratulations, Kevin Hart. Uh, that that's that's just awesome. It really Kicking is. Down doors. Yeah. All right. You know so- how bad I'd be at the damn Oscars. I wouldn't know nobody. Huh? You know how bad I'd be at the Oscars. I don't know nobody. Oh yeah. No, you don't, don't know, know the nominees. Yeah. And- yeah we, 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 somebody be in your ear though, dog. You be straight. Somebody Man, be in your ear. Walk me through that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Meryl Streep. Oh. Oh, well, Rhoda from the, uh, no, I said Jane Fonda. Oh, I thought she said Rhonda. Uh, you got Rhoda out of Rhonda? Rhoda. I, then they maybe we spelled it wrong with Rhoda. No, yeah, yeah, we could. We would. No. Yeah. No, again, no. Kevin Hart will be hosting the Oscars. Be some black people you ain't Steve, know. there's a Henry Winkle sitting over there. Yeah, oh, you the talking fun. about Happy Days? Yeah. I'm going to call the man Happy Days. All right, Steve, come on. It's time for a headline news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, today's the day. President Trump, all his living White House predecessors, as well as dignitaries from all over the world, all scheduled to attend today's state funeral in Washington, D.C. for number 41, George Herbert Walker Bush. At Washington's National Cathedral, Trump has declared today a national day of mourning. George W. Bush is to eulogize his father and former presidents Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and Jimmy Carter are also expected to deliver remarks. However, according to reports, President Trump, who made a lot of not-so-nice comments about the Bushes during his White House campaign, has not been asked to speak. Tomorrow, a memorial service to take place in College Station, Texas, at President Bush's presidential library, where he's also to be laid to rest alongside his late wife, Barbara, and a daughter. 
The Attorney General of Maryland and the District of Columbia suing to gain access to documents pertaining to the Trump Hotel, which is in the old post office building near the White House. It's apparently become the place to stay for not only the president's allies, but for some foreign diplomats as well. And the lawsuit says the situation could very well involve a violation of the Constitution's emollience clause. That prohibits the chief executive from taking gifts from foreign and state governments. Uh, subpoenas have gone out to the Trump companies that own and operate the place, to the Trump organization's umbrella company, to the trust that Trump allegedly set up to insulate himself from these exact kinds of legal action. So we'll see what happens there. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he put Russia on notice that it's in violation of Cold War era arms deal. Pompeo, speaking at a NATO meeting in Brussels yesterday, said if Moscow won't live up to the intermediate range nuclear forces treaty, Neither will we. The United States today declares it has found Russia in material breach of the treaty and will suspend our obligations as a remedy effective in 60 days unless Russia returns to full and verifiable compliance. The Secretary of State says that our allies in Europe wanted more time for this so before the Trump administration actually begins the process of pulling out of the 1987 agreement. But Pompeo told a news conference yesterday that Russia keeps changing its story about what he says is a missile program that is in violation of the arms treaty. And they want it stopped. And they want it in compliance. Sad news. Canadian boxer Adonis Stevenson is reportedly in critical condition after being knocked out in the 11th round of his 10th light heavyweight title defense. At the time, Stevenson, who's 41, was ahead in points against his Ukrainian challenger, who was, by the way, 10 years younger, on two of the judges' cars then tied with the other. Stevenson was taken from the ring on a stretcher. His challenger, who was 10 years younger, as I said, took the title. AT&T has launched a TV alternative to Netflix. The former First Lady's book, Becoming is a tops on the New York Times bestseller list right now. And today, finally, International Ninja Day. This has been Ann Tripp with the news. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, The View co-hosts Joy Behar and Megan McCain argued on air during the show's tribute to late President George H.W. Bush. Megan McCain didn't like that Joy Behar uh, threw shade at Donald Trump during the segment saying the focus should be kept on the late former president. Take a listen. Here it is. This president that we have now is trying to unravel everything that he did and Obama did. And if I ever become a one-issue voter, it will be about pollution and the greenhouse effect and, and the fact that... Can we focus on the president, yeah. please? I, you know, I, just, I don't want to talk about Trump. Uh, well, I when do we're in the moment. moment so of, we're honoring a great uh, president who passed. Excuse me a second, please. I, I want to talk about but the we're different... Honoring, but I'm not interested in your one issue. I don't care what you're interested in. I'm talking. I don't care what you're interested in either, We'll be right back. Boy. Oh, hell. Whoa. Oh, hell. What happened when we came back? That's been building. I know when something's been building. That's been building. it up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she I got all her. my money on Joe Barry. <laughs> yeah. Joy, yeah. yeah. Joy, Joy, I got yeah. my money. Mm-hmm. You come over there. I'm telling you. Okay, so Megan, she was, Joy Behar was talking. Megan interrupted her. Right. To yes. get back on track to talk about George H.W. Bush. But she still shouldn't have interrupted her. She could have said something after Joy Behar finished well, if she felt that tell strongly, a right? What to talk about yeah. on a panel show. Right. Mm. Absolutely, Steve. And like like Junior said, this been built. Yeah, uh-huh. this this yeah. been built. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They've had some. Joy been on that a long time. Nobody fight over the well, president. Well, she was on there the long time. She yeah. left and then she came back. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. But um, what happened when we came back? Oh, okay, so according to some reports, the fight reportedly.
continued. It got even more heated once Whoopi cut to commercial, as we heard. That's what we uh, want to hear, yeah. that part. Well, their mics were cut off, uh, so the audience couldn't hear. Uh, Joy Behar apparently continued to rant to producers, threatening to quit if they didn't, quote, get this bee under control. Woo! Whoa. No, that's right. Joy. All right, Joy. <laughs> say it. Take a little time and enjoy the view. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I would have been sitting right there with popcorn. Wow. What? Well, the audience got it that day, huh? Well, the, their mics were off. They oh, you said. can yeah. you can read them yeah. lips, though. Yeah, and you can see, you can feel the heat if it's really, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, Steve? Oh, what? I had to catch myself. What? I forgot we was on the air. I was finna make a real off-air comment. <laughs> <laughs> We're I just on said, air. Yeah. What? Yeah. They show talking in a certain tone. We must be on the air. This ain't a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was finna say something so crazy. So <laughs> glad. Thank you, Lord. Man. You yeah, realize we're alive. still alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lord, I was finna yeah. say something crazy, though. <laughs> Tell us on the commercial. Coming up next at 34 after the hour, some political news. Uh, Former Vice President Joe Biden says he is the most qualified person to be president. Ooh, so is he running? Is Come he on, running? Joe. Is he running? Is he running? Get in here, Joe. Uh, and special counsel Robert Mueller said uh, he is putting his puzzle together. Mm. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. During a stop for his book tour in Montana, former Vice President Joe Biden discussed his 2020 prospects, saying he believes that he is the most qualified person to be president. Noting a decision is coming in the next two months. Guys, what do you think? Former Vice President. I want it. President Joe Biden. Yes. Okay. Yes. Bring it. He is the most qualified. He has the most experience. I mean, he's been at well, what, we a know senator? Where got none. Yeah, he's been a senator, <laughs> okay. all that. Yeah, the vice one president. That's in that yeah. Man. And he looked good. I saw him when he made that statement. He looked very good, very healthy, very fit, smiling, confident. All the things you need in a presidential candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they guy. say he's going to talk with his family. And make yeah. Decisions. He's 76, and too. We need to just run him. Damn this voting and all this here. Just him. We don't need nobody else. Yeah. Just get behind it. Mm-hmm. Want nobody mm-hmm. running. They ain't got no damn money. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Democrats. Stick Reggie together on Patterson. this one. Dog, Who is that? Dog. You ain't got no money to run for president. <laughs> Reggie I'm, I'm going to turn in my 401k, Steve. <laughs> Boy, leave your 401 Rich alone. <laughs> and you know, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Senator Kamala Harris says yes, she's going California. to make a decision from California. Yeah, she's going to make a decision over the holidays whether or not she's going to run. Come on, yeah, but sister. yeah, she's a Democrat as well. Yes. yes. So she said yes. she's going to make a decision. Okay. Yeah. I like her. Mm-hmm. I like her too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know really who wants the job. Not the president. Tough one. It's too hard. Yeah, it's a tough one. You see how they look when they go in and when they come out. It's they different. go in they with black great. hair. They yeah. come out with white hair. It's, it's yeah. stress. <laughs> yeah, it's stress. most stressful job. Yeah. I would imagine. Well, yeah, you're the leader of the free world. And it yeah. started with George Washington. He was the first one with white hair. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever problems they was having back then, it was yeah. tough. But, well, they still got them now. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have these kinds of problems. They wore them bangs and ponytails. <laughs> yeah, and wooden teeth. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> and them real, them real curls. Yeah. <laughs> and them rosy red teeth. Them justice of peace had their hair go all the way down. <laughs> Those freeze curls. <laughs> Man, they get them pineapples. 
Well, uh, so we'll see, um, you know, whether or not. But that's quite a statement to make if you're not thinking about running. That's for sure, that he's the most qualified person to be president. If you're not thinking about running for president, why would you say that? Biden the man. Yeah. Also, in other political news, uh, special counsel Robert Mueller's office says that President Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn's cooperation, was substantial, and Mueller is recommending to the judge no prison time uh, for for Flynn in regards to the ongoing investigation into Russia meddling in the 2016 election. Wait, nobody going to jail now? So if you recall, yeah, yeah, Flynn Flynn pleaded guilty for lying to the FBI. You remember that? Back in, yeah. So he helped out so much, they didn't want him to go to jail. Now. Yeah, no That's jail what that time. means. So everybody yeah. else need to get their story straight. Yeah, okay. no jail time. Oh, yeah. he told the truth. Yeah, yeah. he told a lot. You know yeah. it. <laughs> Sounds like they really had a lot on him, mm-hmm. too. So he he had to tell the truth. He talked for yeah. three straight days. Uh-huh. Y'all got some more popcorn back there? Because I got some more. Well, you know, <laughs> you got you to gotta, you know, pay attention to who picked him. Huh? Right. Mm-hmm. So if he got a lot to tell. Yeah, he was the one that started the whole lock her up chant. Uh, Michael, Flynn. Michael Flynn. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Betty don't say that no more. <laughs> right. Let lock her up. go. Like, <laughs> let her go. Yeah. Mm. He's talking about Hillary. We'll yeah. I think but there's more to come. With this. Yeah, and they're getting close. It seems like they're getting close, um, you know, to, to a resolution. Yeah, Mueller and his whole investigative team getting close to a resolution in all of this because it's been almost two years now. So, um, You're putting it together, it sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of stuff to go on for sure. We want to know if that president knew about that meeting with up there in that mm-hmm. town. That oh, seems yeah. to be a serious problem. Somebody yeah. need to know. If and son-in-law Jared Kushner. Okay. Yeah. Well, Y'all you know they gonna he gonna pardon all of them. He, oh, the president. Not, yeah, mm-hmm. he's not. His kids are not going to no jail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll pardon them so fast. Yeah, that, I think yeah. we all would do that. <laughs> I think we all would do that. You don't need to get mad. You ain't taking my kid away. And I <laughs> give him a pardon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, one big happy family or nothing at all. Hmm. Uh, But right now, the nephew's in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Bring my breast back. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, what? Look at me when I'm talking to you. (laughs) Bring my breast back. Talking about chicken. What are you talking about, Uh, nephew? Anytime I know chick, if 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 I done bought you... Some breasts, oh. and we break up. Mm-hmm. Them steal my breast. <laughs> Bring stupid. my breast back. You're stupid for real. Run it. Hello, I'm trying to reach Oliver. Yeah, this him. Hey, uh, you married? You 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 engaged in Madison, right? Uh, yes, I am. There's a problem with it or something? What's up? No, 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 no. I'm, my name is Ricky, man. Have you heard about uh, the last person that she was engaged to? Well, she kind of spoke briefly about you. Okay, but you know what, man? First of all, let me just say this. Congratulations, okay? Let me, let me be the first to say that. Congratulations for uh, y'all getting engaged, and I hope it worked with y'all. Okay. Okay. Here, here's why I call. Uh, we, got a, we got a situation at hand that we kind of need to clear up between you and I. So, okay. Uh, what is it? Me, me and you got a little conversation we need to have about property. Well, we talking about property. What property? 
the property we live in? What are you talking about? This is my property. Okay, no, I'm not talking about your house or nothing like that. Oh, okay. I got some property over there that belong to me, and and I'm trying to figure out how we can rectify the problem. Well, I'm quite sure if it's something I can pack up or whatever, you can come get it. I have no problem. What do you have over here in my house that's yours? Okay, the actual the actual breast that she had belonged to me. The the the, the breast. Her you... breast. I bought her some breast implants. Man, I ain't know nothing about no breast implants. Okay, you may not know nothing about it, but the bottom line is I spent ten thousand dollars on some breast implants. And I want my property back. Buddy, man. <laughs> you, no, man. You're not getting back. What are you talking about? Pressing plan. I ain't know hey, nothing hey, about that, man. Hey, man, I you understand you're not back. knowing about it, but I'm calling you like a man explaining it to you, and I'm trying to let you know. You, you know, I, I bought her some breast implants. Now, that's my property. Now, just like just like when it don't work out with, with uh, 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 an engagement don't work out, you want your ring back. Well, I want my breast back. Oh, no, man. If you had gave her a ring, you can get that back. But this is some Man, what do you, I mean, come on, man. You ain't get back. Hey, man, I'm getting them back. Oh, I'm going to be over there every other week being happy with what I done bought. No, no, that ain't that ain't what's going to happen. No, no, little brother, that ain't going to happen there. I don't know what you're calling for. About $10,000, the breast implants, you ain't getting You come over here if you want to. When you with somebody, when you lose them, you lose every damn thing you paid for. So if you bought us some you're dumb should have bought the when you got married. You know what I'm saying? You should have waited then bought the damn so them mine. I'm going to be over here. That's what I'm going to do with your breast implants. So your money was well spent. You ain't get back. Move on in your life. Hey, man, you don't tell me when and when, when I'm supposed to buy something. I buy something when I feel like it. But the bottom line is them, them breasts belong to me. Nah, no, we're gonna work, no. We're gonna, somebody's going to pay me $10,000 one way or the other. Oh, no, no, you ain't getting nothing back here, man. You got to move on with your life, man. When y'all broke up, y'all wasn't together no more. The left with her. She walked away with him, man. That's it. That's over. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, let me say something to you, man. I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there and have a conversation with Madison about this because that's who I evidently I need to talk to. No, you're not talking to nobody over here. You're talking to me like you say man to man. I'm letting you know, man, you're lost. You're lost, man. You don't get nothing. How you even get my number? You get my let me get your number so I can call you back when she on her way home. My number on the breast. Your number on the breast. That's ten thousand dollars. That's your number. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna show check it. And I'm gonna look at it every day because you ain't getting nothing back, brother. Them mind. You lost, man. It's over. Let me ask you this, man. Have you even bought the ring from Madison yet? Yeah, I bought the ring. That's what you do when you get engaged. I paid the ring is bought, brother. Why are you worried about I'm a, my I'm a, ring? How much ring cost? About eight nine thousand dollars. That nice ring. See that? See that? The breast costs more than the damn ring. You're a cheap little man. Man, f- you man. I mean, I didn't bought the ring. You talking about? Look, dude, she gone. Them breasts ain't yours no more, man. You don't get f- back here. If it was a ring, a pair of shoes, or something, I give you that back. So what now? What now? Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this here. I'm going to come over there and have a conversation with Madison about my breast, because the breast belongs to me. You're not coming over here and getting nothing. She ain't even here, but you can bring your over here. You come over here with your chest pushed out, I'm going to push it back in for your brother. Them gone. I got two breasts over there. Each of them is $5,000, and I want both of them. Man, look, you ain't getting Who the is you? You call every ex-girlfriend you break up with wanting back? I call the ones that I haven't bought breasts for. 
thank you. That's a good damn wedding gift, I guess. Hey, don't, hey man, man don't, don't, you, don't, man? don't. Let me tell you something. Don't you touch my damn breast. You hear me? Man, look here, man. I don't know who the hell, man. I, how you even get on my line, man? What? Who is this? I'm the person that owned the breast. Do you know who this man, is? You don't own nothing over here, man. You didn't took a loss on there, brother. You didn't took a straight loss on there, man. You got no <laughs> partner. Who the <laughs> is this, man? You lost your. I ain't calling my phone. I'm going to tell you right now who this is, partner. Yeah, well, who is this? This is Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Madison got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> oh, man, you boy, you ain't That's <laughs> <laughs> cold, boy you, boy, you cold, man. Hey, somebody, but tell me this is it. They real, are they? How the hell I know? I don't, you're supposed to know what you marry. I don't know if they... Why are you asking me if they're real? This I don't know. Place. I'm still... But you don't but you bought some <laughs> man. <laughs> you still got me messed up. <laughs> real or fake, you sound like you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all go, man? Y'all, y'all need to stop that, man. But I listen to you. And last people, you got to laugh my... Stuff. I never thought I'd get got. <laughs> hey, Oliver, what's the baddest radio show, man? Steve Harvey Money Show. That's the truth. You got me good, man. You got me good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the only one been in a breast situation. Is that what we say? Yeah. Plastic surgery yeah. and all that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You want them back. <laughs> yeah. You know how much breast is? Yeah, but. Do you know how much breast is? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, we... I'm, I'm lovely, actually. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm just trying to tell you, do you know how much they, they cost him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have an idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Expensive. But she's not going to give them back to you, so forget all that. I'm just saying, I want them back. <laughs> you, wanna, you can want them <laughs> yeah. all you want. All right. I'm back in the food. It's Saturday night, y'all. I'm in Detroit, Michigan at the Fox Theater. I'm at the Fox Theater. Uh, and uh, Junior, would you help me out? Lavelle Crawford would be there. Yeah, yeah. And then you also got Dominique on the show. Mm-hmm. Earthquake is on the show. Quake, a uh, ride man on the show. Mm-hmm. And John pops with a spoon. Bang, bang, bang. You have to coordinate all that. <laughs> yeah, all that. That's an all-star comedy festival. Friday, uh, this Saturday night at the Fox Theater. Tickets on sale right now and all Ticketmaster outlets. Get your tickets and come watch the all-star comedy festival hosted by yours truly. Now, Junior, will you help the rest of us out and do Tommy, please? So <laughs> we yeah. can laugh. Huh? What? Come on. Come on. Someone want to just, ain't, ain't, I'm the only one ain't never had your breast situation. Come on, man. <laughs> huh? Huh? Come I on. wasn't. What? Boy, you was you boy you. Come was on, get him. Get him. Boy, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I can't hear you. You is masterful. What? It is masterful what you do. Shirley Cole, I don't hear y'all. Hey, hey, you hey. were good. Oh, you were good. Huh? <laughs> huh? Cause stupidity come around once a year. Ah, cha 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 cha. That's what I live for. I live for it. Get his girl a life. <laughs> you do Tommy better than Tommy does Tommy. You come out to pray, you're gonna ask you a question. Get ready for the answer. Yeah. Huh? I'm the only one. I ain't no, I'm the only one. Yes, you Someone are. Someone want me to impress his answer. Yes, you're the only Start one. with that. Then you got to go with, come on, wasn't that everything? Huh? Yeah, man. Huh? Wasn't that everything? What? 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 King of praise, ain't it? <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do. I'm king of praise. Huh? Yeah. How y'all don't see this? That's on us now. Boy, you the best. How, how y'all don't see I don't this? See how Listen they to came. Steve. Huh? How y'all just egging them on? Huh? Oh, you see how they came. How y'all don't that. notice all this greatness over here? Yeah. Greatness. Yeah, this this all this greatness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, nephew. Thank you, Junior, as nephew. <laughs> 
Uh, coming up, as we mentioned, the strawberry letter subject, one big happy family or nothing at all. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. And we could be reading your letter live on the air and helping you out, just like we're going to do for this person right here. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. (laughs) All right. Don't go there. (laughs) At all. All right. Subject, one big happy family or nothing at all. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a man for three years, and we get along great. We've talked about getting married, but we have to work out a few kinks first. Both of us have teenage kids from previous relationships, and I spend a lot of time with his kids every other weekend. He is always around my kids because I have sole custody of them. We always joke about his his kids like hanging out. Excuse me. We always joke about how his kids like hanging out with me more than him. If I am doing something for my kids, I include his kids. I buy them gifts for birthdays, Christmas, or just because. I buy them gifts, and uh, there's no separation to me. But over the weekend, I had the strangest conversation with my boyfriend about the kids. He told me that this Christmas, he plans to focus more on his kids and spend quality time with them alone during the holidays. I was shocked to hear this. Over the years, he's been good to my kids, but I do see a difference in how he treats them and how he treats his own kids. My kids love him, so I never make a big deal out of it. The fact that he is trying to make a big distinction between the kids really hurts my feelings. Blended families are tricky, and we've been trying to make it work, but this was a harsh reality check. My kids come first, but I'm able to love his kids as my own. Now I have doubts about marriage. Am I overthinking this? Stephen Shirley, what do you think? Mm. No, you are not overthinking anything. I say go with what you see and what you know. Because when people show you and in this case tell you who they are, please believe them. I mean, okay, let's look at the facts. This man that you've been with for three years told you that this Christmas... He just wants to spend quality time with his kids alone during the holidays. Hmm. What else do you need to hear? It's the holidays. That's the time when you and your man and the kids, you know, you guys are supposed to spend family time together, not apart. Uh, So, again, what else is it that you need to hear? I mean, he doesn't want to be with you, and he doesn't want to be with you and your kids for Christmas, okay? In this relationship, you're all in. You are just everything in this relationship. You have accepted as teenage kids. You spend a lot of time with them. You remember their birthdays and other special occasions. You buy them gifts and stuff. He, on the other hand, makes a difference between his kids and your kids. And you're right. In in order for a blended family to work, you have to show love to everyone, even if in your heart you love your own kids more. And I think that's pretty normal to feel that way. You have a special bond with your kids. You carry them. 
them and all of that. But, um, you know, you're fair and loving on the outside. But your man is not doing that, and he's not trying to hide it, even though you say your kids love him and you haven't made a big deal out of it. It is a big deal because uh, he sounds like he is checked out of this relationship and on his way out of this relationship. Someone who's thinking of marriage, uh, of marrying you, would not want to be without you on this Christmas, okay? Sounds like he's going to be with someone else. Steve? Well, Shirley, I have to agree with you. Now, so here we go. This lady been dating this man for three years. Everything going great. Talked about getting married. But they need to work out some kinks. Uh, you know, both of them got kids. He spends a lot of time in. He's always around the kids uh, because uh, she got sole custody of him. And we joke about how his kids like hanging out with me more than him. You know, and then, you know, if I'm doing something for my kids, I include his kids. I buy them gifts for birthdays, Christmas, everything. No separation to me. But over the weekend, we had a little conversation with my boyfriend about the kids. He told me, he said, this Christmas, he planning on focusing more on his kids. Spend quality time with them alone during the holidays. I was shocked to hear this. Over the years, he's been good to my kids, but I do see a difference in how he treats them and how he treats his own kids. My kids love him, so I never made a big deal out of it. The fact that he's trying to make a big distinction between the kids really hurt my feelings. Blended families are tricky. Yes, they are. And I've been trying to make it work, but this is a harsh reality check. My kids come first, but I'm able to love his kids as my own. Now I have doubts about marriage. I'm overthinking this. I think you all got to sit down and have a conversation. Something is happening where he's feeling like he's obviously not paying close enough attention to his own kids. So he decided this year he goes spend time with his kids alone. <laughs> Somebody that said something to him. He didn't come to this conclusion on his own. Mm. Somebody said something to him. What do you mean, Steve? Somebody said, you know what? The kids feel like you just treat everybody better than them. They come oh. over there and they feel like your stepchildren. Mm-hmm. Somebody fed this information to him or one of the kids said something to him. That's the only reason for he to suddenly go like this. So he's trying to prove that that's not true. So he going to be spending a lot of time with just his kids alone. On Christmas? And he's been with her for three years? Yeah, I don't know how he think that's going to work. Yeah. He he better not lay he better not say that to nobody and then lay down. He finna mess them kids up. And then lay down. He he can't go to sleep in that house. <laughs> he can't make that statement and then go get in the no, bed. And start snowing. <laughs> no, you that's been being a temp on your life. You probably need to wake up. <laughs> but that was kind of cold though. I mean, yeah, you know, it was. he plans to focus more on his kids and spend quality time with them alone <laughs> during the holidays. Partner, that ain't how this works. No. Oh. And you said this out loud, too. All right, Steve. Well, hang on. Part two of your answer is coming up. Um, we'll take a short break here and come back at 23 after the hour. Subject, one big happy family or nothing at all right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Uh, <laughs> this letter is crazy. Let's recap. Subject, one big happy family or nothing at all. Well, it looked like nothing at all because he want to spend this holiday with his kids. Mm-hmm. Spend more time with his kids alone. 
That's crazy. Tired of making your kids have happy Christmases. And my kids over here with their lips stuck out. <laughs> now, we're not going to do that this year. <laughs> now, Cheryl, I want you to be the wife asking me why we can't have this Christmas together. And you're going to be repeatedly keep asking me about this Christmas. And I'm going to keep giving you different reasons. Okay. Well, honey, um, uh, I'm so happy the holidays are here. I can't wait to spend Christmas with you. Mm, well, you know, I, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Well, what do you mean? We are spending it together, aren't we? Well, you know, we're going to spend it together, but it's going to be separate. But <laughs> separate is not together, honey. We're going to spend Christmas together, right? You, me, and the kids. Hey, look, you need to keep saying the word together. together. I'm just telling you. <laughs> All right, we're going to spend it together, we're right? Gonna, we're going to be together, but it's going to be separate. I want to spend it together. You know, you, me, the kids, us. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What what kids you talking about? I'm mm. talking about our kids, my kids and your kids. No, what? No, no, together. no. See, your kids is your kids. My kids, me and my kids, gonna spend this holiday together and alone. But honey, we're we're together. You know, we're we've been dating for three years now. See, and- all this, all this important to you. Mm. Yes, and I thought it was oh, important to you that we be together. But not like this, though. You talking about all the time? <laughs> I'm talking about during the holidays. Yes, honey. I, I've i planned stuff. I've cooked. I've invited people over. All of that. We, you know, one big happy family. Well, I don't, you know, baby, damn. You know, you don't ask me nothing. Well, we've, we've been together for three years. It's kind of a given that we spend the holidays together. Yeah, but you ain't, you ain't like, did nothing special for the holidays. I've been out here... Lining people up so we can make our move. Make our move? I thought we were going to just be together. I, we put the Christmas tree up and did the decorations and everything. Who all helped put the Christmas tree up? Just, just, just let me ask you this here. Well, the kids, yeah. Ain't nobody help but the tall kids. <laughs> you don't know their name. Always the, got to be by so Because the little ass kid couldn't help out. Excuse- so we ain't nobody help but the tall kids. Excuse me, aside. There's an aside, uh, honey. Uh, what did you say, nephew? It's always about height, though. <laughs> Even in the letter, it's about height. Just, but go on. He don't know their names. Yeah. The they just yeah, but the shop kids, it's, what is they doing? <laughs> I don't know what the shop kids, they put all ornaments on the bottom of the tree, and they put the skirt around it. <laughs> And they waters it. The short kids waters it. We got plenty for short people to do around here. Somebody got to plug it up every night. Yeah, that way you ain't got to bend over. You, for you, it ain't nothing. Short work ain't nothing for you. Well, honey, and the tree looks so beautiful. I'm so grateful. And I just wanted to spend it together. You know, you, me. Yeah. The, us together and the Gotta kids. Gotta hang these balls on the bottom of that tree, too. <laughs> I like I like tree balls at the bottom of the tree. Okay. Yeah. Ornaments? Yes. Yeah, them ornaments. But the balls, though. <laughs> I don't like Christmas ornaments as others. You know, acorn, Christmas tree, yeah. candy cane. Acorn. I just like balls. Pine cones on it. No, I don't like all that. Little angels don't look like an angel. Ugly, all the ugly well, figurines. What about the lights? That makes the tree looks so pretty. Oh, the lights, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta have lights. That ornament yeah. you well, made at school and brought home. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter what's on the tree, it's just as long as we're together, honey, and I want to be together for this Christmas. Well, baby, that ain't that ain't what we finna 
do no more. Well, why not? I mean, what, what's the problem? No, see, you know, you're just trying to make this something else. I'm trying to make this something else. I done told you. Hey, we who not you hollering be at? Don't holler. Don't See, yell. See, that's why we don't I'm need to right be together. I'm right here. You don't need to yell at me. Well, obviously, okay? you can't hear don't good. Try, I can hear just fine. See, okay? that's why I want to I be just alone can now. hear just fine. Well, you can be by yourself, but we're going to be there. How about that? That's alone, and then we're going to be you there. You just come up in here, and I don't want come you. It's you. my house, too. Yes, clap back. <laughs> Okay. What are you talking about? It's your house. I don't pay the mortgage and never will, but it's my house. Uh-oh. I don't know who told you that. You, you, I told myself that when we when we first started living together. Oh, well, I'm going to have to get a restraining order on you. <laughs> what? Oh, that works both what? ways. I can get one on you, too, you know. But oh, we're going to be together. Oh, so this ain't California. This California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you trying to do me? Oh. We're going to be together whether oh, you, you think want I'm to be Cliff. or not. Cliff. <laughs> what the hell? That... <laughs> what? What? You do you and I'm going to do you. And no. Then we'll probably have the best Christmas we ever had. No, I don't think so, honey. I, well, it's I not going to go down like that. Baby, We've I'm been sorry. together for three years. We've always spent That's Christmas all. together. We're going to be together this Christmas, whether baby, you like it or not. Well, baby, I'm if cooking, we do, I've I'm invited... tell you, well, you can cook, invite whoever you want. We ain't going to make it to four. <laughs> That's just wrong. Just over, man. We ain't going to make it to four. Well, do you have yeah. someone else? Do I have someone you else? You heard me. Because why wouldn't you want to spend it with me? You've been spending Christmas with me. All of a sudden. Oh, so you want four Christmases in a row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, no. Consistently? <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. We, we'll be together. Mm-hmm. We're going to be together. Irregardless. Uh, <laughs> all right, today's strawberry letter. We got to get out of here, Steve. Just gangsta ass. That's right. If you need advice on relationships and work and sex and all that, just go to Steve Harvey FM. And coming up in 10 minutes, dating a workaholic. Also, we're going to have our uh, Steve Harvey's health and wellness segment. You, you have a W problem, too, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I do not. I have oh, a health wow. and wellness problem just, segment I just problem. It, Tommy. I heard some W's now. Health and wellness segment. <laughs> That's what I have. <laughs> Featuring holistic and wellness health educator, Dr. Ronnie. Phew. That was a lot. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour is Steve Harvey's health and wellness segment. It features holistic and wellness health educator, Dr. Ronnie. All right. Yay. We love her. But right mm-hmm. now, uh, dating a workaholic. Uh, there's a theory that dating someone who's addicted to their job uh, just as bad as dating someone who is addicted to addicted to a substance, Steve. So I gotta ask mm. you: Can you be in a healthy relationship with someone who is addicted to their job, or can two people who are each addicted to their own job have a healthy relationship with each other? That I guess is the you question. Can. Mm-hmm. Addicted is a tough word. But yeah, it is. If you are addicted to your job, any addiction is a problem. Mm-hmm. It means you're doing something in excess and you can't seem to control it. Right. Mm-hmm. You keep going back. So mm-hmm. you could control it, but if you think you're trapped in it. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of ways around this thing. I don't. What would you do, Junior? 
<laughs> you just threw it to Junior. Wow. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at you. You just staring at me talking. Yeah. Well, what do you see in this, Junior? I I see it can have. I can. It can work. It can work. You know, if two people are addicted to their jobs. You know, mm-hmm. if you love doing what you do, you know, I mean, I love my job. But isn't it right. a time issue, though? Yeah. I mean, if you're addicted to your job, do you have time you to spend time with, the, for each with, other. The, with each other? Yeah. Well, if both yeah. of you is addicted, uh-huh. has to be a mutual time, you know, that you agree upon. Mm-hmm. To kick it. And it probably yeah. ain't going to be long. Yeah, you're. I, I don't Look, see I this working. Minutes. I don't see this working because your job comes first. You won't. Yeah. You you don't put the other person first. Could you be in? A, here's my question, ladies. Could you uh-huh. be in a relationship with a man uh-huh. who was addicted to you? Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? That, I love that, it. Ain't that the goal? Yeah. <laughs> be addicted to me. Yes. Be all. Yes. All, all, all of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. What you mean, Steve? Uh-huh. Get on your nerves like every time they do something. He right smothering you. you. Mm-hmm. Turn around. Yeah, smothering. Well, I'm using the word well, addiction in the harshest way. Because okay. like I said, addiction is a tough word. Mm-hmm. It is. So the question is, how would you would you like to be in a relationship with a man that was addicted to you? Now, this might sound good, be all over me, mm-hmm. but, but I mean everywhere. But yeah. Steve, he yeah. has to have time. I mean, he I has mean, to have time to work. I mean, why are you in the work. bathroom? He no. outside the door talking. Yeah, he right there at the door talking. No, everyone needs me time. In the hallway, every, up against the door. Everyone yeah. needs alone time and me time. Every Even if you're in a relationship and you're very close and all of that, you still need you're your me time. Me? Yeah, you want to yeah. hear that every day. Yeah. She in the toilet. Yeah. Baby, it's paper in there, ain't it? <laughs> you all right in there? I'm just checking, yeah. baby. My baby yeah. Give you, what, you want me to put, give you some water while you using it? That would get on my nerves. <laughs> that would get on my nerves. Baby, what you had for lunch today? Huh, you want some water? No, that would get on my nerves. Oh, you in the kitchen cooking and he's sitting on the countertop talking to you while you trying to cook. <laughs> That's garlic salad, garlic powder. Yeah. Which one that is? <laughs> Both. <laughs> With steady rubbing on rubbing you, you're trying on you. To fix this. Yeah, that's a there is a thing called too much. I, I see. Yeah, yeah. What you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the stove. Well, let me get in on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hold that. Right, you need some time to yourself. Everyone needs. Yeah. You want me to yeah, floss you, baby, room. when you get the floss? <laughs> floss my teeth. I'll floss you, baby. If you need me to <laughs> no, floss. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. not worried about that. I'll floss my baby. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. I don't need help, but you floss my teeth. You go to work. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, though. So the workaholic, because yeah. I know that I have a girlfriend that she says she complains because her man works all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's got to be a healthy balance. If you can't make it to the salon, I'll well, shampoo you. Know, you my hand. family, they did what they thought was an intervention on me mm-hmm. to talk to me about the hours I work and I need to slow down. Yeah. And I agree with them. And so do we. Yeah, we do, <laughs> but too. But I asked them all the time, though, uh, what what's y'all's payment plan for all this here? Yeah. <laughs> what's y'all's payment plan for all this? Yeah, thing? I mean, but, you know, I, y'all over here just steady opening up bottles of water, ain't putting your initials. I done put a magic marker in the water drawer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So everybody can label their water when they come over. Okay. Because I can't stand at the end of the night, I look in there and it's 14 yes. bottles of half break yeah. Fiji. Yeah. And I'm sitting up in there going, okay. Yeah. Now, you know, good hell well, if this was your house, you wouldn't let no 14 un- 
half open bottle. Put your name on your sitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put your name on your damn bottle with that magic mark I put in there. But but there comes a point when are you working because you have to work or are you working because you just love what you do too? It's a combination. Somebody my son said something that was really moving to me mm-hmm. in Abu Dhabi. And it kind of really made me feel really good because it let me know he was thinking mm-hmm. about his dad. So I was talking to this wealthy guy. He was from Kirshner or somewhere like that. I don't know where that is, but go ahead. And not uh, me either. <laughs> A really nice guy. Uh-huh. I don't remember you were talking about He that. said, Steve, what are you going to do now? I said, man, I want to be a billionaire. He said, for what? Mm-hmm. What What do you need it for? He said, name something that you can do with a billion dollars that you can't do right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You live in nice homes. You fly private. You own cars you want. You dress how you want. What can you do anymore with the billion that you can't do now? My son went and looked at him and said, Nothing. Mm-hmm. My dad just wants to do nothing. He said, my dad just wants to my do nothing. My dad what? just wants to do nothing. And with a billion dollars, he can go do nothing. Yeah. And I love to see my dad smile like he do when he ain't doing nothing. Mm. Aww. That's great, man. And that was the coolest thing for me, man, mm-hmm. that he gets it. Mm-hmm. He know what I'm trying to do. I don't need a billion not to do nothing, though, trust me. <laughs> I yeah. got to do nothing as number. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Steve's health and wellness segment with wellness and holistic health educator, Dr. Ronnie, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, here we go. Welcome back to the show. Uh, It's time for my uh, brand new health and wellness segment. Well, I'm going to be featuring uh, several people to help us get it together. Health and wellness. She's a friend of mine and has been my holistic uh, practitioner or doctor uh, for years now. Uh, She's privately counseled individuals, celebrities, business elite. She's the founder of Martha Vineyard's Holistic Retreat. And she was the author of New York Times best-selling book, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, The Martha Vineyard Diet Detox, uh, which has brought mainstream America to start detoxing for health conditions. Uh, please welcome to the show, everybody, Dr. Ronnie. Welcome, Good welcome. Morning. Good morning, Dr. Morning. Ronnie. Hello. Well, Good Dr. Morning. Ronnie, let me introduce <laughs> you to everybody. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, you know, I've been doing this for all 30 years. I don't need to tell you how old I am, but I am excited to do this because basically all my life I've been helping individuals around the country to get healthy, whether it's weight loss, whether it's cancer care, whether it's lupus, arthritis, it doesn't matter. My background is chronic illness. But what's exciting about my background, getting people healthy is my lifestyle. I've always been doing that from the time that I started as a nurse over 40 years ago. My basic background, who I am as a person, is helping people all around the country to get healthy. And people think that's a hard job, but it's not a hard job for me because it's my passion. I I wake up and think health. I wake up and think about who am I going to help today. If I don't help somebody in the day, then that means I'm sick. Y'all better call. Nine one one. So, 
Well, so, you that's know. Right. Yeah, mm. see, that's that's the type of thing people need to know. And she's helped me immensely. Uh, all types of, we've we've done uh, herbs. It's, it's always a holistic approach. She doesn't give me anything that's, you know, not holistic, not her. She doesn't do it. And just been a tremendous help to me. Let, let's get to it. Today you want to talk about holiday eating. Now, holiday eating lies that we tell ourselves. When you say we tell ourselves holiday eating lies, Dr. Ronnie, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ooh, you have no idea. And I get approached every single year with the same lies. And I'm like, come on, this is like 30 years you're telling me this. You know, some of the most, I mean, amazing lies. Like, for an example, this is a favorite one. I only eat 1,000 calories. If I do that, then I'm not going to gain weight. Oh, oh, here's another one. Um, do you know that people think that if they just drink water and all day long and not eat, that they're not going to gain weight? Every single year I get one. I'm going to just drink water. I'm not going to eat all that fattening food. And it's just a rebound effect. Another one is, this is a favorite one this year. I will just only eat meat and I'm going to do the keto diet and I'm not going to, I'm not going to I'm not going to gain any weight for the holidays. And my other favorite is, oh my goodness, this one is unbelievable. I'm going to take a laxative every day, Dr. Ronnie. And if I take this laxative tea, I won't gain any weight. And I'm not getting wow. it's like unbelievable. And I said, "Oh my, uh, please don't tell me that you told me that last year. Every single year you gain more weight." And it's just become so amazing to me. And the other one is um you know what? If I just eat a little bit of every single thing, I won't gain any weight this year. That's right. And my other one is, I, I'm just overweight because of my genes. My entire family's overweight. You know, uh, there's, there's, there's nothing I can do. That's just who I am as a person. I'm never going to lose weight. So my friend told me not too long ago, she's going to wear a girdle. So she wears a girdle. But they don't call it girdles. I'm sorry. They right. call it waist trainers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. waist trainers. Right. I'm going to put on the waist trainer, but she actually said girdle. And she said, I'm going to tighten my stomach up really tight, and I won't gain any weight this year. And she right. really believes that's going to work. Okay. So it's some shocking. shocking. I mean, you're going over, and you're so right, because how many times we've all heard these right here. But look. Now, let's talk about what you've always talked to me about. Let's talk about sugar. It's it's a lifestyle. You know, uh, tw the, okay, the American Heart Association says that we should eat 25 grams of sugar a day, no more than that. But the average American eats 100 grams of sugar a day. And what that does to your liver and your pancreas, it overwhelms your pancreas so that it doesn't work. You know, because the, the pancreas is responsible for producing insulin, and the insulin is supposed to go in there and use the sugar for energy. Well, it's just too much sugar. So, therefore, sugar spills over in your bloodstream. And you know what happens when you have too much sugar? You feel horrible you don't even you can't even finish your entire day of work you feel depressed you have you feel hungry uh your brain fog all of these symptoms that you have because you're eating too much sugar and that's why when you go on a detox and you detox from sugar all of a sudden you get all this energy but you don't put two and two together because then again next month you do the exact same thing it's like a vicious cycle because mm. sugar actually makes you crave sugar 
So if you if you try it, just get off of sugar for a while. Just go on to some, you know, moderate protein, some vegetables, but you got to stay with, you know, complex carbs. Don't don't start eating, you know. People say, well, I, I do carbs, but I eat healthy carbs, and they don't even know what healthy carbs are anymore because healthy carbs are basically complex or greens and most vegetables. We're not talking about uh, fruit, bread, and, and uh, what do you call those biscuits and uh, all right. of that stuff. you yeah. got to really right. stay with complex carbs. So a lot of people feel better when they detox off of sugar, but then they have this rebound effect where they absolutely crash, and that's because they're not doing it right. It's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. You know, there's hundreds of diets out there, and you already know that with all these diets, people are still overweight. Why? Because the body wants one thing from you, and the body don't even want food anymore because we don't, we don't really know what food is. And all the time I tell people, you know, this is the craziest thing. Okay, your immune system wants Q1, coenzyme Q10. Your cells want iron and magnesium. Your heart wants B vitamins. Your prostate wants selenium. You see what I'm getting at? Your healthy blood vessels want vitamin E. If I go on and on and on, I'll have like a list of 30 to 40 things that our body needs and is not getting it. Because what we think is if we just have one thing that we're going to get healthy when our body wants a complex of nutrients. There's over a hundred nutrients that our body requires. Why we keep thinking that one thing's going to do it, like vitamin D. Everybody tells me, oh, but I'm taking vitamin D. Okay. Isn't that healthy Hold on for right me? there, Dr. Ronnie. Stay right there. We'll be right back because we want to hear it. I want to ask the one question that everybody's wondering about. What promote fat burning mm. yeah Ooh. yeah 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 so hang on we'll be right back with that get ready y'all it ain't gonna be nothing you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right y'all we back with dr ronnie and uh dr ronnie's been going over a bunch of the myths and lies that we tell ourselves over the, the holiday eating when we left i was asking her what foods promote fat burning so dr ronnie if you would say to me Steve, these are the foods you could eat that would promote fat burning. What would you say to that? Well, first of all, I love almonds and almond milk. I love salmon, beans, and, you know, there's a lot of great spices that you could put in your food if you don't want to. I mean, you, you hear people saying, well, I'm just sick of eating vegetables all the time. But it's, it's not only vegetables, you know, protein and vegetables. And then there's also, of course, we know about the, the fat-burning grapefruit. But also, do you know that berries is another fat burner? And also, all the citrus fruits are a fat burner. But mostly, if you give your body protein, quality protein with greens, it helps you burn fat. Here's the spices that I love. Cinnamon is a great, great fat burner. Turmeric is another one. Ginger's another one. Cayenne pepper and ginseng and bean extract. Now, a lot of people are probably thinking, I'm going to pour a whole lot of spices in my food, and that should burn <laughs> fat. You know, I know, I know, I know somebody did it. They put a whole bunch of cayenne pepper thinking that that was going to burn fat, and all they were doing was burning their intestines up. So you got to be, you know, literally, you got <laughs> to be careful. You know, you just can't take one food and expect 
to make a miracle because basically everything has to make sense. Like right before break, I was going on all these nutrients that you need to make a body healthy. It's not just one thing. It's a complex of over 100 nutrients. You need 14 vitamins that are essential, 14 minerals that are essential, 20 amino acids. All of these things create health and the repair of the body. Okay, now, Dr. Ron, these things that you're saying our body needs, you were telling me you have a product that has all these nutrients in it? Today, they have some of the most innovative treatments and products out there. Knowledge is power all day long. So today, they have this food. You can, like, do a protein shake with over 100 nutrients in it. You can actually, it's called blends. It's amazing, and I do it all the time. I looked at myself in the mirror one day and it almost scared me. I mean, literally, it is changing the way I look. And the other thing that it's doing, I don't have like that ADD feeling anymore. I feel completely calm. Because I could be at my desk and I could be doing five or six different things and I forgot what the first thing was that I was working on. Now I can sit at my desk and I can attend to one task and finish it and complete it. And I know for a fact it's because of the food blends. You know what I call it? I call it nutrients. The body wants nutrients for you. It's almost as if I opened up a package of like vitamins and minerals, but it's like gravy. And I mix some water with it and I'll pour it on my food. Or I can open up another package and I can put it in my soup. But what I really like are the protein drinks because it has everything in it. have almost 20-something different essential fatty acids. And so what I call it is a food bar. I'll grab a food nutrient-dense bar and put it in my purse and keep on going. And I'm never hungry. Because, like I said earlier, the body's not looking for food. It's looking for nutrients. Okay. We've got to retrain our brain what food okay. is. Okay, so, Dr. Ronnie, now you're going to be on Facebook Live. What day are you on Facebook Live? I'm on Facebook Live every Wednesday. Ta-da. Every so that's Wednesday. That's right. Don't be on it today. At so what time? At 9.15, starting next week. When they look you up on Facebook, how do they find you? You go to steveharveyhealthandwellness.com. Okay. From your Facebook app, you go to Steve Harvey Health and Wellness, and you look for the group. All right. Well, Dr. Ronnie, we want to thank you so much uh, with just imparting all this interesting and wonderful uh, health and wellness information to us. We appreciate you. Stay healthy. Have a good holidays. But and and we want to thank you water and take your enzymes all right thank you dr ronnie we appreciate you so much coming up more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right steve it has been confirmed on instagram uh kevin hart says he's hosting the 2019 academy awards in february kevin shared a photo of the iconic gold statue with a special message to his fans on the IG, for years, I've been asked if I would ever host the Oscars, and my answer was always the same. I said that it would be the opportunity of a lifetime mm. for me as a comedian and that it will happen when it's supposed to. That's what Kevin wrote in the caption. Kevin also says, I am so happy to say that the day has finally come for me to host the Oscars. I am blown away simply because this has been a goal on my list for a long time. Kevin went on to say, I appreciate the Academy for the opportunity 
Now it's time to rise to the occasion. Hashtag Oscars. Yeah, Congratulations, so baby. awesome. That's beyond huge. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's so major. That yeah. is so, that's so major. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. The Oscars is what this is all about. In their world, uh-huh. yeah. this is bigger than the Super Bowl. Yeah. They serious about the Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they real serious about who hosts. And that's a real honor to be asked to host that. Mm-hmm. Man, Kev. that ain't on my bucket list. I ain't got to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so Man. it's a long show. And, you know, I mean, he has time to prepare, thank God. This is December. Well, not a whole lot, but December, January, February. Yeah. yeah. He can do it, though. Oh, he, he can, can pull it off. I, I he can do it. He definitely got an amazing team yeah. of people with him. Yeah. 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 He's going to yeah. be funny. It'll be great. I he remember when Chris call Rock. On his friends, legends, Chris Rock, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, Ellen. All Chappelle, them. baby. Dave Chappelle. That's who yeah. you call. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, you can call him. Yeah. yeah. How about Steve Harvey? Right. Don't call me. I can't help you with the monster. <laughs> but you hosted <laughs> big live events. Yeah. Okay. Now I'll just try. I can tell you how to not get put off TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got. Yeah, you want to call here that? I can give you a, a, row, a row of things. Not to just a row of things. <laughs> but Whoopi hosted it several times. Mm. Uh, uh, Billy Crystal, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellen. Chris Rock, Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen was outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy all Kimmel. of them. Yeah. Jimmy all, Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. She all of them who hosted it. Really good. So, yep. congratulations, Kevin Hart. Uh, that that's that's just awesome. It really Kicking is. Down doors. Yeah. All right. You know so, how bad I'd be at the damn Oscars. I wouldn't know nobody. Huh? You know how bad I'd be at the Oscars. I don't know nobody. Oh yeah. You don't, don't know, know the nominees. Yeah. And yeah we, we, somebody be in your ear though, dog. You be straight. Somebody be in your ear. Walk me through that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Meryl Streep. Oh, see, <laughs> see that Jane Font. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, Rhoda from the, uh, no, I said Jane Fonda. Oh, I thought she said Ron. Uh, you got Rhoda out of Rhonda. Rhoda, and they maybe spelled it wrong with Rhoda. No. Yeah, yeah, we could, we would. No. Yes. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve, last break of the day. It's been a great day. <laughs> what a day, what a day. Yeah, it's been a crazy day today. So, Steve, now it's time for you to take us home with your closing remarks. Uh, my closing remarks today uh, are going to be based around the value of yourself. I think this is important. Tommy sent this to me, you know, a billboard. And it really triggered me to think, and I'm going to share that with you. But it all pertains to the value of yourself. This can pertain to you in terms of reaching your goals, your dreams, or in business. And this is for you to consider in the relationship of love. It is amazing to me how I talk to people and people talk about how they're being treated and handled and represented and dealt with and how they can't seem to get nobody to see their value and their worth. And I'm sitting a bit going, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't try to get someone to see something in you that you don't see in yourself. It starts with you. You know, you've all heard the saying, uh, 
beauty is on the inside. It's not just skin deep. That's true. Confidence is not an outward emotion. It's something that starts from within. Everything starts from within and it exudes and 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 manifests itself in the outward shape or form. So if you want people to value you, you must first value yourself. I tell my daughters all the time, you can train a man how to treat you. Well, daddy, how do you train a man? You just don't accept bad treatment from him. If you don't accept bad treatment from him, little girl of mine, then guess what? He can't keep giving it to you. A person can only treat you the way you allow them to do it. If you don't accept a man coming to pick you up late all the time, but you stop going with him every time he late, the next time he want to go out with you, he got to be on time. Now, if he don't want to be on time, then guess what? You don't go out. You've trained him how to treat you. And if he don't line up with what you want, then guess what? He's not for you. At least you don't have to be mistreated the way he want to treat you by simply not allowing him to treat you any way he wants to. You cannot have high value for yourself and expect someone else to have a high value of you. That goes into the same thing with business. You can't go in and ask for a raise if you don't think you deserve one. What would cause you to walk in there and ask for a raise if you don't think you deserve one? If you don't have the facts to back up a raise. You can't want more money just because you done spent all the money you had. You got to go in there and ask for a raise because you can show value to the company. You're worth this much more to the company. The company has become this because of you. Then you can show your value. Then you can go in there with a raise and you can go in there with some confidence with the raise. It happens with goals and dreams. If you aim too low, your problem is you might hit it. But I'm going to say that for tomorrow. So it's what you think of yourself, how you value yourself that matters most. Now let me tell you what was sent to me. And listen to this real careful because this is going to register with a lot of people. Listen to me. If you aren't being treated with love and respect, check your price tag. Maybe you've marked yourself down. It's you who tells people what you're worth. Get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where they keep the valuables. It's you who tells people what you're worth. Get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where they keep the valuables. Stop acting like you a sidewalk sale. Stop acting like you can be picked up at the swap meet. Stop acting like you belong in the junkyard. You a new car. Don't act like an old car. I don't care how old you are. To somebody, you got to be a new car. Stop putting yourself on the sales rack when clearly you deserve full price. If you lower the value for yourself, that's what we'll pay for you. And that's how we'll treat you. And that's how we respect. If you don't respect yourself, if I see you constantly disrespecting yourself, then you're going to turn to me and demand respect. How, how does that work? Be that be a coat where they got the lock on it. See, you can't take me off the rack and just try me on. That, no, that ain't how this works. See, but now you go over there to that valuable section in the store. You everybody been to Macy's. Mm-hmm. You got that stuff where you got to go get a salesperson to come and unlock it 
for you to even try it on, that's because they done put a value on that. Or you can go on over there and just put the little shirt on. T-shirts ain't locked up. Anybody can get one. If you steal this T-shirt, it ain't that big a loss. They ain't but $4, pack of three. Come over here by this suede. Come over here by this fur and stuff. We got locks on this stuff right here because it has value. We know it has value, so we can't just let you try it on. Stop letting people just try you on. You got it? Put a value to yourself. Maintain it. You determine your value. Don't let other people do it. You do it. All right? Those are my closing remarks. Drop the mic. Drop Man. the mic, baby. Yeah, Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> Appreciate you, pimp. Needed that. But that, I just need thought starters. Yeah, you probably. Hey, man, that. can I tell y'all something? What's that? Uh, announcement. Have a great weekend. <laughs> man, it's man. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 